Hi, I'm Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears, this time talking about The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. This is actually my kind of movie subject matter. I like... Uh, any of those possession movies that got into courtroom dramas and things like that, I always thought that was just a really cool way to go. And I like what this movie does with the idea of the whole thing. The short version of the review is, this is a pretty good Conjuring movie. This is the third of the direct movies, but there's a total of eight in the entire universe so far of... Some people love all of them. Some people love some of them. I really like the first Conjuring movie. I thought the second one was a little long and a bit of a disappointment after the first one. Um, and I thought this one was not bad at all. Now, I'm not going to compare it to some of the other spinoff movies because I think the strongest suit of this movie is the tale of the Warrens. And that's what I really like to see. These are two very interesting characters who exist in, the, in real life. They're both dead now, unfortunately. Um, and you've got two great actors playing them. These are two modern actors who really dig into these roles and have fun with it and, and seem to... Um, be able to, you know, be shocked at all the things you're supposed to be shocked at. It, it is not easy to act in a horror movie, I'm sure, you know, especially in the days of CG and a lot of things not being there and that kind of thing. But this movie does a pretty good job. And if you're a fan of Conjuring movies, you need to see this one because it tells yet another chapter of the Warren story and lays seeds for further movies to investigate. Obviously, the Warrens have plenty of cases that could turn into dramatic movies. So the short version is, it's pretty good. Now to get into the long version, it was pretty good, but, you know, what I like about the Conjuring movies is uh, James Wan has had his hands in all of them. He didn't direct this one, but he directed the first two, and he's produced all of them. And he's a guy that's been around horror and made a lot of movies, and he they seem to be trying to take the Conjuring movies, I guess, into real movie territory. I mean, some horror movies begin with the whole idea this is going to be a B-movie exercise from beginning to end. They're not trying to win any awards. They're trying to scare you, and, you know, that's the end result. But every once in a while, somebody comes out and tries to, quote-unquote, elevate the horror movie, and I don't think that's so much what's going on. But putting time, care, and quality into the product just makes it a little bit different than your standard horror movie. The... Acting is all good. The cinematography is good. Um, I'd like to say a lot about the uh, lesser actors in the movie. The Arnie and his girlfriend do an amazing job in the film. Um, and all in all, it's a good conjuring movie that carries on yet another story that the Warrens have dealt with. It's just not that scary, for one. I mean, there were a couple of good scares, and it does have a good ending. And they don't get enough into the courtroom drama. I really thought that was going to be a huge chunk of the movie, and it's not. It's kind of going on in the background and the reason why certain scenes exist. But overall, it's not like we spend half the movie's running time going back and forth in a courtroom. There's a few scenes in it, and that's about it. But I do like the fact that, you know, um, they talk to the prosecutor, and not to give any spoilers, it's pretty early in the movie, but they're... She doesn't believe what they're talking about, that nobody, you know, especially in 1981, when the movie takes place, is, is you know, using demon possession as an excuse for murder and that kind of thing. And so they invite her over for dinner. And you don't see the dinner, but you see the next day she's, you know, <laughs> filing the charges. So it 
knowing itself, being self-aware, and 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 knowing that the audience is very aware of who the Warrens are. That was just a smart little scene, and it was funny, and it was cute, and it was quick. Um, the new director does a good job. I just don't think he builds enough tension. There, the the Conjuring movies are built on long, sustained tension. And they're not fast-moving, fast-paced movies at all, but they've always done well with, you know, maintaining the balance that you have to have in one of these movies where you have to keep the tension up, but you can't keep it up so long that things get boring. So there's a few missed opportunities. More courtroom stuff would have made the movie feel a little bit unique and a little less generic. But the acting is all very good all the way around. And the cinematography, the story, everything moves along at a good clip. When it was over, I was like, that was pretty good. I was expecting not to like it. Uh, some of these series, when you're in the eighth movie in the mythology, you know, it's... And sure, there's diminishing returns to a certain extent, but at least they were trying something new. And focusing on the Warren's romance and the romance between the younger characters was a great idea to ground this movie a little more than some of the other horror movies that are out there these days. So it's not so much a horror, horror film where people get their faces ripped off and eviscerated, but it is scary, it is creepy, um, and it's well done. And I love the fact that Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga are just going all in on these roles every time they're in it. John Noble, who I like from the Fringe TV series, makes an appearance for a while, and it kind of gets into a little X-Files territory. And the other tiny complaint I had, um, when they meet... Uh, someone else who's into this line of work, so to speak, and they have creepy stuff in their basement, he makes the point of saying, you should burn all this stuff. This is creepy. Yet, that's all they have in their basement, right? <laughs> and that was kind of the funny scene earlier in the movie. They must have shown the prosecutor the basement, right? But anyway, if you're looking for something to watch, you have HBO Max. This justifies the cost because it is in theaters right now. It did quite well over the past two weekends. And it's good as far as Conjuring movies go. If you liked one and two, I think this is an improvement over two. More in line with the first one and more in line with where I'd like to see it go. Got some interesting things that happen in it. I didn't mean to say just because they don't double down on all the, the legal stuff that it's not interesting. They do do some interesting things with the idea. And you've seen a bunch of possession movies. This one is a little bit different. And I liked it. So not my favorite movie. And I stopped buying Conjuring movies when they looks like they're just going to keep churning them out. But I do enjoy watching the new ones when they come out. And this one was worth watching. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. My website is therockfile.com. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, and of course for listening. Have an amazing day. Mm -hmm.